What's good, family? It's your boy Trader Rules from Real Last Conversations, and I get a question all the time. How do I make a podcast? And what I make my podcast on is Anchor.fm. Anchor is a free app that allows you to make your podcast anywhere from your phone or your computer. You can make money off of this. So please add to your podcast either in the beginning or in the middle. That's free game right there. You have everything in one place. So please download an Anchor free app or go to Anchor.fm to get started. Please. Let's make this money together, y'all. Love. What's good, Real Family? It's your boy, Trader Realist from Real Last Conversations in episode number 46. And I got a bunch of St. Louis boys in. You know, I'm going back uh, yeah. to back. Got another 314 boy in. My boy, Ryan, he been doing big things since he's been in Dallas. I'm going to pass it all to him so he can drop his tags. Yes, sir. My Instagram tag is train with two four. That's underscore train with two four. And then my business Instagram is elite grind hard. All right. Yes, sir. Elite you, grind you came hard. and blessed the boy. Oh, yeah, that's long overdue though. Yeah, we're yeah. gonna we're gonna put that on. You know. Yes, sir. All right. So, what brought you out to Dallas? What brought me out to Dallas, man? Um, I had already planned to move to Dallas. Um, after I graduated, I actually did move to Dallas. Um, I moved to Dallas for about probably about two or three months, man, and um, some unexpected things happened, uh, which forced me, me to move back. Um, I moved back to St. Louis, and then I moved to Kentucky, and then back to St. Louis again. And then eventually we came back to Dallas two years ago. Okay. Yes, sir. So what do you do, man? Uh, I'm a performance trainer. Um, I own my own gym in Addison, Texas, man. So the bounce off of that, I want to go into dreams into reality because literally I was with my boy a few months ago and he was telling me about the whole process of how he got to where he at now. And when I tell you where he at now, it might not be a lot to him, but to me it's like very impressive. Man. But to hear his story, I just wanted to share it to the world because there's a lot of people out there who have dreams and aspirations, but are you really willing or ready to like you know put that work in and make those sacrifices so can you just tell like the whole process of what you went through trials and tribulations yes sir um you hit it on the nose man it was it was kind of trying to figure out was i willing to make these necessary sacrifices to follow my dreams you know and also in my dreams my passion was involved so that that helped me ultimately you know what i mean um the whole time i i was also living my dreams but I was doing it under other circumstances, you know, and I was a teacher for a long time and I was a coach for a long time, you know, and I said it was under other circumstances, you know, it wasn't my platform to to lead the way I wanted to lead, but it was a way to lead, right? That was just me doing that so I can get that feeling in my heart that I knew that I was purposeful, I was purposeful in my living, you know what I mean? I wasn't living without a purpose. Like most people, you know, find themselves living without a purpose because they work a job or do something that they ultimately really don't want to do. And that's a struggle. You know what I mean? We also sometimes have to do what we don't want to do to get to places that we want to do. Right. So the whole time I was being a teacher and all of those things, it was things that I was learning that I knew that I needed for the future and what I wanted to acquire. You know, it was skills. It was uh, habits. Um, it was it was being on schedules that uh, I had to perform, right, in order to uh, chase my dreams. My dreams ultimately was to own a gym, and we own a gym right now. So can you explain the process of acquiring a gym, what you had to do? You told me you was even sleeping on the floor sometimes. Oh, yeah. But the thing is, it's like to acquire the gym, man, it was – 
it was unexpected, right? I was a, a teacher. I was I was a teacher. I moved to Texas two years ago, man. And year one, I was a full-time teacher. I was a teacher, a basketball coach, a football coach. Um, I also uh, had a relationship going on at that time. So it was a lot of things that I had to sacrifice ultimately to get to where I would, uh, where I am today, you know, and that, that came from, you know, money, you know, more so than not financial, uh, leads anybody's decisions. Right. But I told myself financially, if I was not okay, I would still be okay. Right. I told myself if I'm doing what God sent me to do financially, I might not be okay most days and that's okay. But I knew that Ultimately, I was doing what I was sent here to do. And it's crazy because a lot of people I notice want instant gratification, especially with social media going on. And just like with your business and like what I'm trying to build a real ass conversation, just like there's been plenty of times where I was just like, man, is it going to work out? But I have faith because I feel like if you're truly consistent, it's all about consistent progression. You know, if you yes, keep sir. progressing each, each and every day, you're going to get somewhere better. Like I'm getting better with my editing. I'm getting better with my setups and how I'm how I'm doing everything. And I'm starting to see some of the benefits on my YouTube page now, which I'm right. starting to appreciate. But trust me, there were plenty of days where I was just like, man, like, should I keep doing this? But I yeah. just kept true to myself because, like you said, purpose. Like, I have people that reach out to me that keep telling me, like, you know, keep going. And to be honest, I don't plan on stopping this anytime soon because this is something that kind of keeps my mental juices flowing. Yes, sir. And I think – like you just said, man, it's like, you will question it. That's part of it, right? Like, if you don't question it, I'm sorry, but that's just not going to happen. You're going to have those days where you're going to question it, but you have to have a foundation of why are you doing this? And you have to lean into that foundation when those days of questioning come up, you know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, those days going to come up, but what do you stand on? Again, what are you doing this for, right? And that that's ultimately what it's going to come back to. And if it's all about you, your feelings going to go up and down. So if you only do it when you want to do it, ultimately you're not going to make it. You're going to have to do it when, you know, others want you to do it. Exactly. So once it was kind of like like built up and made already, can you tell the struggles of like getting clientele, building a clientele, and how, and how you kind of overcame some of those hurdles? Uh, I think those hurdles still here. You know, I think for you, real, yeah. I've been seeing your your classes be full. Yeah, but you know they could be fuller, and it's yeah. not that I'm disappointed or mad where I'm at. I'm actually I love where I'm at. Right, it's just a progression stage. Um, right before we got on here, we talked about it. You know, ten thousand hours makes you an expert of anything you do. Right, so it doesn't matter if it's one person there or two people. It don't matter the color of the skin. It doesn't matter the age. I'm getting better every hour. Right, and it's consistently I'm putting my uh, effort into it every time. And I, I tell people this all the time, you know, the thing is with clients, you know, in fitness, when it comes to adults, it's gonna go off appearance. It's gonna mm -hmm. go off up and down, but you might meet some people where you can mentally break, right? And when you mentally break them, you can build them up to know that like, this is more than just fitness. Like this is just more than working out. Um, but you get so many people, you know, I worked out, I wanna, I wanna look different, I wanna, no, it's not about look. You're going to feel different before you look different. We know that because we play sports. You know what I mean? But we developed that early. And, and you saying that is kind of crazy because I feel like even though I did know that, I never really felt that. But for my, my father, he always preached that to me. He was just like, my dad is a, is a small guy. He's not big like me. But he always said, you know, I never really cared about 
you know, being the most strongest, fittest guy. But he said, I work out every day because I wanted to just feel good. Yeah. He says all about the feeling. He said, if I feel good, I don't really care what's on on a scale. He said, of course, I'm going to, like, check it every now and then. But he was just like, if you feel good in your own skin, you're like, your life is going to, like, you know, just keep transcending. Elevating. Yeah. It's, and that's really the true thing about fitness. You know what I mean? I'm... I want people to understand, you know, it's weights everywhere. You can get weights at apartment gyms. You can get weights at a hundred different gyms, Planet Fitness, LA Fitness, Crunch Fitness, uh, Texas Family Fitness, you know what I'm saying? Grind Hard Elite. You know, you can get weights any of those places, but what you ultimately are trying to do is break a barrier within your life, you know, to make this a habit to feel good about yourself. You know what I'm saying? This task, this skill is developed. You know, and it's earned. So I, I like it because I like things that you can't buy. You know, I want things that you have to earn. Like, I think people, you know, relish off things you can buy. I don't want things that doesn't make me because I can buy it. Right. Like, can I grow it? Yeah. Can I develop it? Can I put it within somebody else? And ultimately, that's the only thing that matters to me. So was you always into fitness? Like, I like we, we, we played college together. You know <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like, was that your goal in college, too? No, so my goal in college, man, I went to school to be uh, an agent. I wanted to be an agent. I wanted to, uh, I was doing sports management, um, and it just propelled. The more I got into it, the more I was like, yeah, I don't think that's what I want to do. You know, and it, it was like, man, you know, with, with CMO, it was like they was forcing. Curriculums uh, on you. Yeah, they. Be, be real with you. Let's be real. Like, let's be real about college, right? And the truth is they was forcing this. The truth for college athletes. No, Let's yeah. say that. College not not just not just students, because right. I didn't want to break you off real quick. I remember when I first went to college, we went to the what's it called? The the success center or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. We went there. They were telling me, like, hey, what major did you want to do? I said I want to be a nurse. They was like, You can't be a nurse. Yeah. I, was, nah, I, was, I said, clearly. What do you mean I can't be a nurse? They were just like, Well, you'll have to quit the two years because of clinicals. And yeah, honestly, like time. it's not gonna work out. You You're know not, what I mean? You don't have time. And I'm like, okay, well. I want to do this. You can't do that because it interferes with your football schedule. So it was like, imagine this whole wall full of curriculums and you only have this small ass corner over here to pick from. That's how most athletes, athletes. get caught up. No, nah, and that, like you just said, that doesn't prepare us for the future. You know what I mean? Because for those four years, they need us to acquire a degree, you know, and that degree might not help us in the future. It might, you know what I'm saying? But the truth is, it's like, this is important first like you just said it's a student athlete but truly is athlete student, student yeah. and like you said you get caught up in that thing but i tell i want to tell all my athletes out there right now like don't get caught up in that because you got to understand like if you don't have the goal and you don't know what you want you will be tricked out of your position every time i would go off that i wish i would have fought more you know what i'm yeah. saying because we we had uh some players like wade wade was, was oh, going yeah. to school to be a doctor oh, even yeah. though he was a long snapper and did special teams like, he was just like, no, I'm doing this. No, I feel yeah. like if you do press the issue, they kind of have to, like, work with you. Like, you know what I'm saying? You might have to put some extra hours in, do some other different things. but And that's, like, the, and that's the risk you're taking because you know that that's what you want to do, right? And the thing is, we they they you go into college not knowing what, what life and what you really want to do. And you exactly. might leave college and still not know what you want to do. Like you just said, was I always into fitness? No, um, this was not always my goal. You know what I mean? I developed this though. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I, like your dad said, working out, it kind of changed my life, right? I knew that this habit of mine, like I was always a small person, right? So I was very small and it was like, I played football because it was like, no matter the size, I felt 
I can match up man for man out here, right? And it was like, okay, well, let's do it. But then when I start lifting weights, I was like, oh man, like this is more than just what I like. I'm really built for this now. Like I, I'm, I'm supposed to be here. You know what I'm saying? At first, it was like, oh, they just bigger than me. I just gotta try harder. But now it's like, no, I develop, you know, internal strength through working out. It wasn't just external. It was really internal. It was like. What am I friend somebody else for when I've already put the hours behind this? You know what I mean? It was like, all right, do you have the confidence to do this right now at the highest level or you don't? And it was crazy because I went back to CMO um, as a grad assistant for a while. And that was crazy when we we linked back up then. Um, but when uh, Coach Two introduced me again to the team, he said I left CMO playing my best football. So I was still growing, going up. And that was that was the thing for me. It was like I didn't want to hit a ceiling. And I felt my body definitely hit a ceiling. If you know me, you know I was in the treatment room every day. That's the only way I could play football. I also used to get IVs before every game. Like we I ain't know that, I ain't know that part. You didn't know that? That's crazy. But if I usually get some shit too, but yeah. I didn't know you would get IV. I feel if, like when you when you get before a game, you kinda like in your own mental. In your own mental. It was right after, you know, we come back and then everybody go to the field and you know they got their headphones in. I'm I'm going back and I'm getting an IV. That, but that was the only way that I could play. And it was like, man, mentally it, it messed me up. Because in my head it was like, if I don't have this IV, I'm done. I'm done. Like I need that I, you know what I mean? And it was like the higher, the more I kept doing it, I was like, all right, are you willing to do this forever? Like just to play a sport, are you willing to keep going through this with your body? Are you willing to keep doing whatever it takes? Because if you're not, when you hit the next level, people are. You know what I'm saying? And that and that's the truth. If you're not willing to do that, then you you have to stop chasing that. That's when I realized I ain't love football no more. Like when I, <laughs> when I hurt my ankle and it was just like, they told me I couldn't, I could have not played because they know that we had. I mean, we had no backups pretty much, so I had to get a shot in my ass of painkillers <laughs> before every game, and like that shit was just so painful. Oh, man. And it's still, I still ain't feel no better. It was like I would get the shot. If anything, it made my back and my ass feel hot. No, oh, and my God. ankle was still like you know, man. in shambles. I, I'm not gonna lie, I never got that shot. So no. I beat me. Never got that shot. I went through a lot of treatments, though. I did that shit for y'all, man. Exactly. For, real, for real. yo, that, that, that be pressure, though, as an athlete, because you don't want to be the person to be like, all right, nah, I can't go. Because in football, it's almost like, all right, he faking it. Yeah. All right, like, he bullshit. Yeah, you played it, in them trenches. Exactly. Yeah. It, it, like, you, like, you never believe a, a good player when they say they're not feeling good. Because honestly, we want everybody in that is good to win. So it was I, always very I tell stressful. my athletes every time, man, I've never played a game healthy. Like, I can't remember the day I was like, yeah, I'm walking in this and I feel 100% healthy. That's not going to happen. Shit, my first two years maybe. But after after it was the, it was the, it was the game we played at the, at the, uh, ran, at the uh, Cardinal uh, SIU. Stadium. SIU game. Yeah, that game was when, like, my, my, my career just, like, took down. My ankle went down and my whole career just went down after that. Nah, it's okay. The thing is, I talked to Jamie when I broke my ankle. You know, I broke my ankle. Um, and ultimately breaking my ankle kind of changed my life also. Like you said, like, it wasn't like I lost the love for the game. It was like, all right, everything is God's willing. Like this could be taken away to tomorrow. I was jumping, man, 40 inch verticals, running four fours. And then I broke my ankle. Like, and it was over. It was like, oh, you can't do none of that no more. The crazy part is though, it was two other people that broke their ankles that same year, which was Pete and Buck. Pete and Buck were two of the like 
if you know them, people, yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. And, and and all that gift was stopped and it was halted and it was like, oh my god, like what are you gonna do to get it back? And everything we had to do to get that gift back made us to this day. I think truly, I both of them are like warriors. If anybody know Pete and Buck, y'all know. We going to war. We calling them too. My <laughs> boy, my, my boy Buck getting married man. in a month too. Oh Can't yeah, to be a part of that. I just oh, I, uh, RSVP too. You know we gonna turn that yeah, up. Gonna turn that up. Yeah. But uh, all right. So to get into more of the other side, I want to kind of personal training. I want to get into how do you stay professional at work? Because <laughs> I be seeing your post, but, and it be uh, a lot of beautiful women doing wait, a lot of squats. <laughs> and there's always a stigma that they'd be like, all right, these trainers are fucking their clients, you know, giving them a free pass. But I feel like that's like a bad stigma. So how do you stay professional at work? Have you ever been tried before or have you ever, you know, been in a situation where you were just like, huh, maybe? Yeah. Um, what I say to anybody, you know, this is a hard career, you know, but self- beautiful. Yeah, I ain't gonna yeah, lie. That, yeah. But the thing is, self-control is the best control. Ooh. And when you have self-control, you know, everybody around you has to respect it. You Like you said, have you been tried? Yes, you've been tried. You've been flirted with. But that's all fine. But I have self-control. And I'm standing on something. You know what I'm saying? This is bigger have than Have you me. always had self-control? No, 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 no. I've, de- I've developed self-control um, throughout. You know, like I said, this was not always a full-time career for me also. Now this is a full-time career and, you know, I have bigger goals than, than achieving seeing a, another woman or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, or being with a woman, like, and like we live in Texas, it's a million women. I, I don't have to talk to any client ever. Like it's a million women out here and I don't have to ever talk to a client. Even if, okay, you can say there's a million women out there, right? But there's not a million women that's into fitness into working out into the same, you know, goals and uh hobbies you like. All right. It's but all in front of you. But that's up for me to go acquire. And that's not to have a business where I can go acquire that within my work. No. This is this is I wouldn't say a job, but I'm serving people. Me yeah. serving people is giving my heart and living God like, you know what I mean? It's not like, uh, I'm trying to see what I can get out of this person. But you also you get in that room with these beautiful women, right? And you they think that you're going to be like every other man. You're going to see, can you acquire something from them? I don't need nothing from them, but they best that day. And that money. Yeah, no, nah, they going to pay. Oh, you going to pay. <laughs> we don't, we don't. We, hey, uh, yeah. first session always free, though. I'm going to bet on myself forever. Uh, first session always free, all right? But after that, you paying. It ain't it ain't no way around that. And, and the thing is, you know, we we help people out. God, God don't meet everybody and be like, all right, this is that and this and that. No, we help people out. You know what I mean? Maybe your payment get cut in half and you pay fifteen uh, on the fifteenth and then on the first, something like that. But you gonna pay? That ain't that's not negotiable. Yo, that's respect, and I think your clients respect you for that too. Because sometimes, like you said, they may have experienced other bad times with with trainers who went, you know, a little bit too far. Right. Yeah, and they know that. If and like they're safe it, with you, yeah. they know that they can keep going and you're going to have a consistent client. So I do believe, you know, staying professional, especially in the field you're in, oh, is yeah. really important. You got to. And it's I mandatory. Really you, honestly, man. honestly, it's mandatory. If not, you just waiting for destruction because you don't have a boundary. Mm-hmm. Right. So like you just said, mm-hmm. like, have you been tried? Yeah, you've been tried. But the thing is, it's another beautiful woman that's going to try you again. 
So whatever you do that time, you can either learn from it, right, grow from it, and expand, or you can keep doing the same things and it's going to, you know, yeah. whatever you put out, you're going to get back. So so what is your favorite type of client? Do you like training kids the most? Do you like training adults the most? Like what kind of clients do you gravitate towards? So ground ground hard elite performance is at is ground level right now, right? Um, I love training the youth. Right, I think my goal is to always make everything I found better. And that also includes adults. But with the youth, I know that that's who's up next, right? And that's who's going to be in position of power and can change the world more than I can change it. Or the people that I'm around now, yeah, they can speak it and live it. But the people behind me, what am I going to do for it, right? And the thing is, I don't know all those people, right? So, I, But I'm doing it with a purpose to know that whatever I'm putting out there and when they see and receive, they will live like, you know, and that and that's how I got to stand up. But I love training um, kids, man. I love training the, uh, athletes too, you know, like high-end athletes um, that's at that level where it's like this is an all-or-nothing thing. And then you got some of those athletes where it's like this is an activity, right? And that's kind of the separation where it's like, whoa, like this is an activity or, you know, or this is what I got to do because I'm trying to get somewhere. You know, them are two different type of athletes. Because sometimes parents put kids in, in sports oh, they don't no want to do it. A lot of times. A lot of yeah, times. They put them in sports you don't want to do Majority or not. Or, or not. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm running in, into that a lot. But, you know, you, you're from Philly. You know what I'm saying? So it's Jersey. A Jersey. Jersey, Jersey right? Philly. Yeah. But, you know, it's sometimes it's like it's where we grow up. If I look outside and my outside looked like that as a child, I can't tell you what I would have done. Right, but it didn't look like that. It looked like St. Louis, Missouri. So it was like, all right, make a decision early and often. Right. But out here I can tell you, like, it's like, all right, well, you telling the kid, I want you to run through somebody's body as hard as you possibly can. Also, that same kid probably got pooled in his backyard and eat steak at night. Right. Like that's just the, that's the reality. But you and within an hour, I'm trying to get that out of him. You know what I mean? Like some anger. I mean, I mean, you Lewis. Lewis, Lewis. Has, I mean Lewis. Lewis. Lewis ain't uh, mind you. I don't know his real childhood, but right. I know his parents did the most to give him the best he could, and he was probably one of the best athletes I ever seen. Athletes, but like I said though, like you, you trying to make an athlete, like you saying what athlete? I'm, I'm literally breaking ground zero. Like I'm trying to change you as a kid. Oh, so you know what I'm saying? So his past athlete, it's just, yeah. Okay, like okay, this is okay. bigger than the athlete because okay, the truth okay. is, we all can be athletic. That you what af, come on. How many people we play with af, like real athletic, like really athletes that didn't pan out? Like really, I'm talking about like really, really athletic though. Because because that's, that's it's gonna take more than being an athlete. I'm I'm promise you that it's gonna take more than that. Because even at the high level, you see people like lose it all or crash out because it's gonna take more than that. Like you it's just gonna take more than that. It's gonna be all right, can I acquire all these good things? You know what I mean? And still live the same way. Or say, like, all right, I know my discipline. I know my rules. And it's so much that goes into being an athlete. You learn so much within a sport that's bigger than athletic ability. Like you just said, you said, I keep doing this. I keep getting better. The crazy thing is we we probably hated it. It said brick by brick, but that was it. You just said it. Like, you just said, every time I do this, I get better and better. He said and a better. lot of generic shit, dude. I, it, no, was that's I it was true. It was it, it was it was real, but it was just like, all right, this is like generic shit. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. He had he came in there with, you know, trying to change a culture and all that other things. The thing is with me, though, I knew it was all about what we could do for them. 
So I never got caught up with the the heroics, right? Like you said, yeah, it's generic. I get you the message, right? But I'm gonna choose to stay in a player position. I'm gonna do what I need to do and I'm gonna get out. I'm not gonna get, you know, my emotions involved because I know if I can't play on Saturday, I'm nothing to you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's the scary part at a high level of football because you grow up with good coaches sometimes or just coaches that's more involved in your life and care more for you. High school. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So everybody got that coach, but that's what I do now for a living. I am that guy. I am that guy that's going to push them throughout their entire life, not with just sports, but I'm going to keep pushing them to be the best person they possibly can be and create habits. So that's why I really like training athletes more. Adults really already got their habits down packed. And it's like, all right, who are you? Like, yeah, I come to you four days a week at four hours. But after that, my life is my life. And I got things just happening, you know what I mean? But an athlete and a kid, you can break that mental barrier. Like, oh man, like we was brainwashed. That's what happened. Like we got brainwashed really early. Like, yeah, go run through somebody else. Like you try to teach a 12 year old, 13 year old that right now, he gonna look at you like, you want me to take my body through his body? Like, hey, nah. Do you do you blame social media for that though? For what? For the change of the mentality. No, I I don't blame anybody. I think it's uh the world. I think it's evolving. I think you know what I'm saying, For like better or worse. Um, it has it both has its pros and cons. I I don't think that I think that we all are alive, and that's that's ultimately what we need. That's the only thing we are promised. You know what I'm saying? We really not promised that every day. So it's like for us to attain other things and like, yeah, we live in this great world. It's sorry, it, it wasn't like that. Like you know what I mean? It was like, all right, who's gonna follow whatever they're gonna follow. And that's what I think we are coming back to now. So it's like, I love my life because I'm alive. God gave me another day alive. Like, it's a blessing. Like, you you see so many people pass away, man. And it's just like, this world too, is real. Man, young, yeah. Young. Titus, man. Shout out Titus, man. That's my dog. You know what I mean? That hurt R. me. Yeah, that hurt me. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Titus, man. I, I seen Titus right before I moved down here um, at Lewis' proposal. I had came down, man. I was coming down uh, every two weeks, and I had seen Titus, man. We linked up, boom. And I put him uh, – he started playing on my flag football team in St. Louis, but I had moved to Texas. Like, he was going out there with my boys. Like, he was straight. I ain't even had to give him no introduction. He knew a couple people there, but you know what I'm saying? It was love. Like, and every time – if you know Titus, every time you seen him, it was love. Like, yeah, man. <laughs> that's just what it was. Big personality. Big yeah. personality, man. Yeah, so – but like I said, man, we, we thankful for it all. Okay, so my last subject on, you know, performance. Yes, sir. When, when it comes to, you know, somebody like you, somebody might think you might, you know, you might always eat healthy, do everything the right way. Is it really like that or is it like a, a, ba- a balance? It's a balance. It's like I'm, I'm a real person. Like, I, I want people to know that, like, and we are all real people. Like, don't get this IG food. Like, you can cut pace, put a filter on it. You can slow it down, speed it up. Whatever you want to do, you can sell whatever you want to sell that way. You know what I'm saying? But the truth is, this is a balance and it's a discipline thing. You know what I mean? Like I said, we was just talking about it. I'm on a on a cleanse right now. You know what I mean? And don't, I'm not acting like I was always this way. This just happened two weeks ago. Before that, I'm drinking. 
You know what I'm saying? And, and, I, and I, yeah, like I was drinking my birthday is Virgo season. You know, we don't play with nobody during our season. I, I just want y'all to know that y'all have just passed the best season. Everything's been great. The birthdays, the go. weddings, everybody, everybody's had amazing. The babies that was born. Oh my God. Oh my God. But look though, like I said though, man, it's just like, I'm a real person and I'm, uh, you know, some days I don't make the best habits. I mean, I don't make the best decisions when it comes to food and healthy choices. It's some mm -hmm. days where I work so much, I don't eat. Like it's a, let's just, anybody that know me, that's like a lot of days. Like if I get three meals in a day. And you barely be sleeping too, you told me. You be yeah. sleeping like what, like three or four hours a day? Uh, We at six now. All right, that's We growing that's though, better. we that's at better. six, but I'm gonna tell y'all right now, when I start getting eight hours of sleep, oh my God, my performance gonna is going up. And the, and the thing is right now, I'm at a point in my life where I'm setting boundaries, mm -hmm. right? So I can get eight hours of sleep. It's like even with anybody calling me and letting me know, like, hey, boom, boom, I, hey, the phone off. But the phone on at a certain time and my boundary is this time. Yeah, it's going to, you know, if it's an emergency or something like that. But it's like when you don't have boundaries, you know what I mean? You don't have any foundation. You can move whatever way and you have undisciplined choices because it's not scheduled. So speaking on boundaries... How do you feel about, you know, a lot of people getting these surgeries like BBLs, different things like that? Do you like how do you feel as a person who, you know, who's advocate when it comes to like being your best person, you know, just progressing in the gym? Truth. Um, I am not a fan. That's the truth. All right. Uh, but I don't do no judging. So, you know, the thing is, it's like I think sometimes when it comes to those surgeries or those uh, things that people are getting, it's like something internal is not right there right like it's not like because that's a appearance thing you know what i mean but it might be internal i talked to some girls and i got a couple clients and they like yeah i always wanted bigger you know uh chest or a bigger butt and in my eyes it's like yeah but god made us imperfect like, you know what i mean like and if you can't love this skin that you in it's hard like it's gonna be hard because there's other battles that you're gonna have to battle that you gonna need that tough skin in. You know what I mean? You can't go to no surgeon. You can't go to no other person that's gonna, no, it's gonna be deep down inside of you. Cause I feel like we all go through something, but it's like, how do we deal with it? Some people tweet it out. Some people text it out. Some people podcast it out. Some people smoke it out. Some people drink it out. Whatever way they do it, they're dealing with the pressure of the world. You know what I mean? So it's like. What about the woman who gets like, you know, things cut down, like girls who have like real, oversized like breasts they want to get breast reduction and stuff like that do like you... i said i don't I, I don't do no judging okay you know what i'm saying i don't do no judging i'm just not an advocate okay, okay. yeah no i'm not cool. promoting it like if they come to me and be like yeah i think i want to i'm gonna tell them look what do you say when a girl come to you and be like hey can you, can you give me a bigger butt that's all they say that's it what's your I don't what's like your, that. I don't what's like your that. response what's my response i say i can get you to work harder i can, <laughs> I, can, I, can I, I bet i can change you yeah, yeah, because that's the only thing we're doing. we serving, so it's like the bigger butt, that's going to come with whatever you do outside of seeing me mostly, too. You know Brie Holman? Yeah, 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 Brie. Yeah, my Brie, dog, yeah, yeah. my she, dog. Shout out Brie. She had training, too. She was on like a, like, a, like a year ago, and she was saying like she hates when her clients say that. She'd be like, you know what? I'm just going to make you a better version of you. Yeah, like, no, like that, don't come to me, ask for a bigger butt. You might as well take your money back because you, you're not here for the right reasons. Yeah, and the thing is, I, I'm not going to lie. I got a gym, so we don't really turn that many clients away like that. <laughs> it's not, I, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, that because the thing is, it's like, yeah, you can come because that's your, you know, reality right now, but I, it's up to me to change that. 
You know what I'm saying? And I look at every picture like, okay. But they, they've never met me. They've never got my energy for an hour. And I'm guaranteeing one session is going to change their life. For the better. That That's all I'm promising. I'm not promising no bigger bud. I'm not promising anything. I said, when you leave this gym, I promise you to be better. And I feel like all my clients that have came in and left can account to that, you know. And that's 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 just the strength in my training. I don't have, you know, any other training. My training is functional training. It's not like we doing CrossFit. It's not like we do HIIT every day. No, we do Olympic lifts and we do functional training. We also add hit into that, you know what I'm saying? But we that's that's the way we train. We train our mind first. Our body gonna follow. Like, for real. Choices lead, bro. Choices lead and feelings follow. I like that. I'm gonna quote that on Facebook. On Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Uh I was gonna say, all right, so to get off the whole, you know, fitness thing. So you say yes, you sir. like kids. Have you always liked kids? Kids? Oh yeah. You know, yeah, I, I, anybody that know me, man, know I'm good with kids. But I, I like kids. It's only it's the real reason I like kids because it's raw, it's uncut. Like a kid, like is a raw emotion. Like they can be up and they can be down. It's not like, oh, well, I'm gonna act like this so I can get that. That's what adults do. We fake laugh. We can be fake. You know what I mean? We can be intentional. Like I'm trying to acquire this from this person, so I'm gonna do this so I can get it. No, nah, a kid not gonna do that to you. They gonna be raw. They gonna be. You gonna be like, man, you bad, but that's them. Okay, so that's them. So can you date women with kids? Uh, currently I'm not. Currently I'm not. Uh, I've dated, but we know that. Yeah, you, you know, you dated women with kids. Yeah, but you, you met said her too. You, I have met yeah, her. Yeah, great. I know, wo- I know great, it's been up and down. She like, she, nah, she, she a great woman though. She's a great woman. The kid is amazing. Um, but right now in my life, that was the first woman that I had dated with a child. You know, and I learned so many things within that. Um, that I, I need. Well, I know now that I need to be ready for before I even attempt that, you know. So that's like I got a boundary, a boundary over that right now. I'm not dating women's women with kids because it's certain things that I want to do with that kid. You know what I'm saying? That I know that my career will not allow right now. Can you give me an example? Spend time. Like, you know, like the thing is, it was big for me. Like I'm, I, I went to the I used to be a full time teacher. You know what I mean? That was a great job with stability and everything. But I went to entrepreneurship not because of the money. It wasn't the money for me. It was like, all right, I want to own my own time. You know what I mean? I want to be able to do whatever I want to do whenever I want to do it. And it was like, all right, where did that come from? It was me when I was raising a kid. When I first got down here, I was a teacher. And I would go out, you know, uh, to work in the morning and I wouldn't see her. She'd be asleep. Then I'd get back and I'd see her for an hour and then she'd go to sleep. And she was a young child. I met her like 11 months. She like three now, big Lonnie. Um, but you know what I'm saying? So it was like, all right, bro, whatever I'm doing, like whatever I got at home, I want to be able to control my time. I didn't want people to put a limit on my time. Like, hey, I need you here for these eight hours, three days a week, four days a week, whatever it was. It was like, all right, no. Because what uh, What if I need to go somewhere? What if I need to do something? What if somebody needs me? Um, I was coaching uh, college football and I missed my sister wedding. We had an away game. This hurts me to this day. I hate that this happened, right? But I I don't regret it happening because it was something that needed to happen to me drastically for me to appreciate the time that I had, right? And I don't get that day back. There's no way I get that day back. But I had I was coaching football. We had an away game, and I went on the road, and I did it. You know what I mean? And I don't coach football no more, right? Like, that, that was just the job that had me controlling my time. Right, I was gonna control my time and sacrifice my sister's wedding 
to go to a football game. And that, that's crazy. Damn, so okay. So I was going somewhere with this topic, but you keep talking about time. Oh, yeah. And, oh, you, yeah. And, you, and you bringing it up to me right now. Yeah, you got it on your time. So it's crazy to me, the whole concept of time. I'm, like, really a fanatic when it comes to the concept of time. Uh, I remember I saw Cat Williams one day, and it's funny. I was trying to find a clip on YouTube today. I couldn't find it no more. Okay. But he was doing an interview, and they was asking him about, you know, like, you know, about time, about, you know, how, how, how the, the days pass by. And he was just like, humans messed up when we started, like, you know, Counting time like 1 p.m., 2 p.m., 3 p.m. He says back in the day it was literally just night and day. That's all it is. And he, and he was like, sometimes the daytime will be short, sometimes it will be long. So he was like, I don't believe that every 24 hours is counted the same. He was like, w- one day may go faster than another day. It was like recorded a few like weeks back that you know that the rotation of the world went like I guess like a quarter of a second faster than normal. Yep. And to me, it's just like. The whole concept of time is crazy to me because it can make you live in your head. And when I say that is, I remember, but when I had my previous job, I couldn't control my schedule. Working mornings, afternoons, nights. I couldn't hang out with none of my friends. And it was almost like, you know, I always felt burnt out. I didn't know why. And uh, when I acquired my new job that I do now, I can control my own schedule. I mean, my own schedule. I can go to work when I want to. I can leave when I want to. And I started realizing that, you know, I work the best at night. And before that, I never was a night person. And then you you found out about you work better doing a podcast in the morning. Yeah, in in the morning. So it's just like, you know, I'm starting to learn my body more because I don't have to worry about somebody dictating my time. No, yeah. And beforehand, I used to count days like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I, I don't count time like that no more. I literally just, you know, just live at my own pace. Because I do feel like when you start, you know, thinking about the next day, counting the days down, say, oh, I got to do this and by the end of the month, it makes time go at a pace that is not set for your pace. I feel like right. we all have our own flow of time. Exactly. And I feel like sometimes, like you said, work can do it for you. Whereas, like, you know, I can't really go at the pace I want to do, like spend time with my family, do this, that, and the third. Spend time where I'm needed at because I have obligations that is holding me back. Yeah. And I really feel like, you know, if people ever get a chance to, to control their life and their, their schedule, you'll start realizing that, you know, you'll stop counting the time. Like, I literally wake up and go to sleep at the same time every time, every day. Like, I, I come home, I go probably go to sleep at 8 o'clock, wake up at 2 a.m., and I'm literally either either creating podcasts, making content from Not 2 to late. 7. Oh, and yeah. I, for like, from like 2 to 7, I'll be up. Then I might take like an hour nap. Then I might go up to go to work. You, you know what I'm saying? You got to schedule it. Hey, it's victory in the schedule. Exactly. Like, that, that's just how it is. And, and, it took, and, and I, I'm not burnt out. Like, I don't wake up, like, I remember before I used to do the podcast, I wake up at my old job, I used to be like, fuck, I got to do this somehow. <laughs> Damn, I got to, like, yeah. you know, be up tonight and do it. You know what I'm saying? Because my, 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 my flow of time was off, but now it's just like, you it's going, it's, it. it's going to, it's, I can control yeah. it. It's going to happen like, like, when I need it to. Like, uh, I saw uh, Larry June say he only works for three hours a day. And he said, like, he never goes above it. Because if you work three thousand three three hours a day, I forgot how how many hours that is in, Cal- in a year. He calculated his marathon. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like I don't know how many, but he was just like most people work probably like a whole day and they be burnt out for a week, and I get back to their projects. You know what I'm saying? It's like, and that's something you know that we all face. It's like life makes us do certain things with our time, right? But it's based off your responsibilities. 
I'm not going to sit here and say that you can control your own time. You got four kids, three kids. It's nothing wrong with having four or three kids, but they control your time. But you need to make time for yourself and the things that you love to do and what your your purpose serves you to do. You know what I'm saying? So that's ultimately what it is. But it's like I said, it's time. It's, we don't get time back. We get we get a lot of things back, but time, man. I lost I, I lost a lot of people that was close to me, um, and when I look back on it, it's like, what was I doing with my time that I wasn't around them more, you know? And and it's crazy. I tell people this all the time, and it's I don't know why it happened this way, but every time that somebody had passed that was close to me, I was playing football, like I was I was balling, like you know what I mean? I was bro, I was getting. My brother passed. I got the call after practice. I got out of practice like 21 minutes calls. Um, when my grandpa passed, I was getting. We got out of practice in high school the year before. 10 minutes calls. It was crazy. And then my other grandpa passed. I was down at SEMO. You know what I mean? So it was like, all right, what are you doing with your time? Like, yeah, you playing a sport. You dedicated. All right, so you need to be more locked in. Like, because you're not getting this back. I'm never getting that time back, you know? So, so. I didn't want to touch that subject. I didn't know how how sensitive it was for you. But uh, to get on a serious topic, uh, my mother she lost a lot of family. Like she lost a lot of her sisters, uh, her mother and father young, uh, and it's uh, affected her mentally uh, these past few uh, years. And I kind of get a little emotional saying this, but I can't understand because I never really lost anybody close to me. So. Can you just explain like what goes through your psyche if somebody that you know loses somebody so close like like what like what goes through your mind? I think the truth is it's different for everybody, and for somebody to even judge or even think to be they can feel what somebody else feels is kind of crazy to believe, right like you said, it's hard to to feel like yeah, you can understand something, but do you feel it? That's a that's a totally different thing, yeah. understanding something and feeling it. And, you know, a lot of people that endure these pain or things that happen to them, they kind of go for people that feel what they felt, you know. And I think that's helpful to some, but not helpful to all. Um, and me personally, like you said, what did I feel, man? I felt everything. I felt every single thing, you know what I'm saying? And um, after my... Uh, brother passed, I went back to college and I attained a degree and played four years of college football, right? But that was what I was up against. Some people got to go to work tomorrow. Some people got to provide for a child tomorrow. You can't, we don't, it's not the same, right? So everybody's situation is different to me. Do you feel like, because I'm trying to relate to my mom right now. Right. And it's tough because it's like, when did did she, when did she lose her? So she lost, so. She lost her parents in her in her, her middle late late twenties. Her mother okay. and father. She lost her sister in her early her first sister in her early twenties uh, because her sister died giving birth to mm-hmm. her, her niece, and she just recently lost her closest sister, I believe, my, my aunt Tuba, like part two and a half three years ago. Okay. So, but she the one with aunt Tuba, that was the one that like broke the the camel's back. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And I don't want to get too personal about my mom and give her information out there, yeah. but it's just like. I can tell she looks at us now like, y'all don't understand what I'm going through. And we're trying to, like, my dad, my sisters, me, we're trying to, like, you know, understand, but it's just, like, almost like it's a void that can't be filled. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So And to- it sounds like it sound like mom is, like, in a numbing stage. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's You've dealt with – she's dealt with death a lot. And 
like you said, it's been one after another. And like like you said, like for y'all to ultimately understand her, y'all could never. Right. That that's just the truth. It's like you say, yeah, I can relate to it, but honestly, in this time, it's like pick her up. Like pick her up and say, Mom, like I don't understand you, but I love you for who you are today and who you're gonna be tomorrow. It's certain things that your mom has to go through to come out healed. My mom, uh, not to get into deep with my mom, but man, my mom went through that stage. She had to go through the healing stage and we all took that upon. But the thing is, it wasn't easy. We some of us bagged away. I, I used to talk to my mom some days and it would hurt. And I would talk to my mom like bad. Not even bad, like out her bro, name or anything. Know, yeah, bro. yeah, no, that, bro. Right what? Like I'm actually accidentally yelling, but I'm. She like, why are you raising? And I'm like, mom, like you know. And it, I had to sit back, and I was like, all right. She lost her firstborn child. Like she lost her firstborn child, right? Like, and now she has to wake up and go to work. But she wasn't at the time. I gotta wake up and go to college. They send me back to college after my brother passed. My family was at home, and they. I begged my parents to move back home. You know what they said? No, like you're going back. But they put that out there for me to get stronger on my own, which created a little distance. You know what I mean? Do so you feel like them keeping you busy, like well, not keep you busy, but making sure that you are striving for something kind of alleviated it. Cause like well, my mom is like she's retired now. So it was like it's almost like I feel like she got sometimes she's it. in her head. Yeah, it's just like yeah. nothing but time. Yeah. No, yeah. And the thing is, I think. My dad, my dad, my dad way of getting through it was to keep moving. And he taught us that all the time. You know, he told us the sun going up tomorrow and it's coming down. And that's the reality of life. Like it's I, I can't paint no other picture for you. It's gonna go up and it's gonna go down. The things that happen within that time period, we can't control all of them, right? Like we just gotta get up and keep going. So he kept busy. My mom kind of was the other, right? She needed to cry. She needed to stay at home. She needed to go sit in my brother's room. And the thing is, I was playing football, and that's what they believed was the best thing for me. Um, judging today, it, it was the best thing for me. But it also created a lot of things that I deal with internally, right? Like when I lost my brother, I, I couldn't go lean and touch my mom. I couldn't go touch my dad. I couldn't. No, it was the people around me, my friends. It was me playing football. It was me trying to earn a spot, me trying to go through school. Like it was me being strong on my own and telling myself like, hey, you, you can't fail. And what I will say, you got some good friends, man. Like, oh, yeah. like I know you. I know you click like some of some of them are my friends, close friends too. And I say one thing about when I met a lot of y'all is just like the the bond y'all share was yes, just sir. like undeniable. Yes, sir. And it made me re re remind me of like my friends from back at home. You know, I think we all you know we have common missions. They not all the same. You know what I mean? But they got something in common, and we all stand for something. Like, so we don't, like, I feel like we we hold each other accountable without, and we we all stand for something. It's like, I don't I do not do, like, the funny acting or nothing. I bring great people around great people, and I hope they build relationships that go further than just me, right? Like, if I'm putting you in a room with somebody, like you just said, my, my click stand up, you gonna stand up. Like, you know what I mean? They not about to come in here and be no weird. They not finna judge you. Like, nah, this my boy, and through me, he good. And we got like, man, I went through so many like birthday parties and they threw parties and we invited people and nothing ever happened. One, because like I said, everybody has respect in her. Everybody that was brought in her understands this is a place of respect. We not, we don't do that. That's just not what we do. Um, you know, I seen my brother Amon on her last week. And like he said, bro, we, we stay out the way. 
we have fun, we kick it, we do what we gotta do, but we don't bother nobody. So y'all real, inc- y'all go out, but y'all real inclusive. Like, I be yeah. seeing y'all trips, y'all be taking, <laughs> y'all be taking them trips now. Yeah, we we have fun, man. We 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 forever living. All right, we alive, so we forever living. But like I said, we don't we don't bother nobody, man. We we enjoy our lives and whatever God gives to us. All right, so. I know we got a little deep. Uh, oh yeah, no, nah, no. Nah. This I think this this what is this real needed. ass conversation? Yeah, it's this needed. Yeah, you know? yeah. Uh, so kind of bouncing around. Uh, another topic I was going to say is in a, in a relationship. Do you feel like love is enough? In a re- you say in a relationship, do you feel like love is enough? Let me ask you this: What is love? When I say love, is just like when you have a person that is just like undeniably for you, that's just lovey for you, that's always going to be by your side. That's always what's going to like you know uphold you. I seen a post where a girl was just like you know, love isn't enough. Like I need love, money, understanding, all this extra stuff. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like I understand that you know you want a partner that is you know financially secure, but I feel like the basis of it all is based off of love. And I feel like more so on more so on men's side. We'll just take the love. You know what I'm saying? I feel like a woman is like kind of like love, asterisk, asterisk, asterisk. You know, <laughs> keep going down. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to say that women shouldn't be that way. Right. But I want to. But I'm, I'm a, my own man. That's, that's, so me yeah. talking to you as a different, as another, another man. Yeah. Like, is love enough for you? For me. Um, and that's what I was gonna say. It's different for everybody. Like you just said, some women need this, that, this, that. Um, I'm gonna tell y'all, stay away from them women. Um, that's just that's my opinion, but. Uh, in a relationship, I need unconditional love um, throughout. You know, I'm 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 a lot. I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm a lot. You know what I mean? And I'm gonna need you. You gonna have to stand on something. Yeah. Cause we, you know, I ain't gonna take you through too much that you can't handle. But I'm not saying I'm ever gonna be perfect. Yeah. Right. The stride is to be the best me. Right. And you can you love me throughout that? That's and- that's a decision that. She has to make, but like you said, is love enough for me? If she can love me throughout my uh, progression and give me, like, you know, love and not, like, give me, like, all right, she's bringing me down every time we're around. We, we're arguing all the time. I don't – that that's not going to work. I need – you know, I need somebody to put light in my life. You know what I mean? I think, like, that's what I need in, in, in a relationship. The crazy thing is right now, I think the hardest thing to acquire in this world is a, a healthy relationship. I'm sorry, but that's probably the hardest thing to acquire today, right now. I think it's hard to acquire right now because I feel like we have so many walls and barriers we put up, you know? Uh, Where do they come from, though? I think it come from past trauma, from from other relationships. I saw, I seen, I seen a I seen a post today where it was just like, uh, damn, I got to find it because I, I, I don't want to misquote it because yeah, the, the girl actually said a good point towards it. Let me see it real quick. Give me one second. Yeah, but like you said though, it stems from a lot of things, man. It stems from a lot of things, so it's like I say that it's hard to acquire. I'm not saying that it's impossible. I very, I really think it's possible, but like you just said, everybody has their own barriers and boundaries, and it's up to us to respect those ba- uh, barriers and boundaries, or get outside of them, right? But some people are going like, all right, well, for this person, I'm gonna do that. Right or for the, and what they say for the right person you would do anything for the right person no because your boundaries are not solid exactly I'm a, I, I, yeah, I found I found a post real quick 
And I'm going to say what the man said first, and I'm going to say what my homegirl said. She actually said a valid point. So this was off of, I don't know, if somewhere, I think it has to be the shade room. So it says, man, uh, a man says women give their best selves and prime years to toxic men. Then want a good man when they're damaged goods on the clearance rack. <laughs> and my, my homegirl said, but men get their heart broken in middle school and never trust women again. Can we talk about that? And that's some truth to there, yo. Like, I ain't going to lie. Like, my whole way how I deal with women, well, not no more, but I noticed for a second, you know. <laughs> I mean, so it would, though, right? Yeah, it, was, it was built off of, like, past trauma from, like, high school relationships going, going up on. You know what I'm saying? Like, we don't know how our childhood affects us in our later years, mm-hmm. and we don't want to admit it. So I don't want... I don't want to make it seem like, you know, we're just a, like a one-size sheet against women. Like, us guys, we be on bullshit, too. But I feel like it's all it's all about us not letting go of our past trauma. A lot of times, we get in relationships to trauma bomb. You know, I was listening to West Side Boogie where he was like, his first baby mother, they got together based off of trauma. And they got the most rise in the relationship when they argued and made up, had yep. makeup sex, this, that, and the third. <laughs> but he said, after a while, he realized, like, this is not healthy, like... It's not an environment I want to be in. And then once one of them got outside the trauma phase, what made them connect takes them apart. So it's like, I also, you know, it's the subject where it's like, is it this perfect woman for you? Is it a perfect man for this perfect woman? Like, you know what I mean? Is it one for one? And the truth is it's not. The truth is we all meet people at different stages of our lives. um, And sometimes we can take on their love and sometimes we can't. Sometimes we can endure that love and keep going through it without them. Uh, I mean, with them, but sometimes we can't. And and that's just what it is. So are you able to love a girl through her changes, though? Like, you said you want a girl to love you through your changes. Can yeah. you love a girl vice versa? Yeah, but also you still have to be uh, real with yourself and say, if they continue, can you? You know what I mean? And, and honestly, the truth is about, you know, relationships. You got If you really say, you know what I'm saying, like, all right, this person is for me. This person brings this light to my life. You got to make that sacrifice. And you don't know how long it takes for somebody to heal. So that's like, all right, well, you signing up for whatever it takes. So don't don't get mad when they go. Yeah, because they going to do that. But like I said, though, it's like, all right, what is the relationship foundation? What is it built on? What are you going to go back? Because they going to, and I tell people this all the time, it's like, once I get older and I get a family as a kid, like life's gonna be good. Like, no, you finna keep having responsibilities. Life only gets harder. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like our responsibilities today probably are as low as they ever gonna be. We're gonna have kids, like we're gonna have other things that we have to focus our mind to. It's gonna take our time, you know what I mean? And still to acquire a relationship and stay open-minded and still give somebody your love throughout. It's a hard thing to do. My parents though, upright, independent, and fearless at all times. They they never made an excuse. Like, they, I've seen my parents go throughout. You know, they had, uh, what am I? I'm 29. So they had 32 years now, 32 or 31 years. And it's like, I look at them like, how? How, Sway? Like, how did this happen? Both of my grandparents was married too um, before them passing. So I'm still looking crazy. Both of my sisters are married today and I'm single. At 29, so you like, man, how, Sway? But I think everybody race is different. I think everybody, you know, and- I believe that, yeah. yeah you know what I'm saying? You can't sit here and tell it's a right and wrong way to do this. It's a right and wrong. No, these people come from different upbringings. <laughs> like, how can you say that was right for you and right and wrong for me? 
No, but can I accept that that was that? You know what I mean? Can I accept that we have different agreements? Or you can say, no, nah, my boundary is, is I believe in this. And if you don't believe in this, I can't be with you. That's what people do. Well, you you opinionated about that. You feel this way? Oh, I can't, man. Your opinion make you feel important. That's True. like that's the only thing. That's why that's we get on Facebook and start talking about pe other people's lives. Like it's my opinion matter. I gotta go tell the world. Hey, boom. Very weird. Honestly, <laughs> like I be going on social media. I don't really look at anybody else's stuff. I like literally post my thing and just log off now. Like, and it's funny because a lot of some people be saying like, "Man, you respond to me." I'm like, I, I really just ain't see it. Cause I turn on my notifications. I know. Nah, I yeah. literally just post just to get my own mind and thoughts out. Social media kill you. If you don't use it correctly, you know I got to use it for business. I got to be on social media every day. My gym is not like a um, retail gym where you can drive by and know it's a gym. You know, it's like in the back. Um, it's industrial built. Um, so I got to post. You know, whatever. if I don't post, I'm not marketing. I'm not going to get no clients unless some other of my clients are marketing. You know what I mean? So I got to give them something to post. So every day I got to be on this these sites and this platform you know what I mean? But the thing is, I realized, like, if you use social media wrong, mentally, you'll die. Like, mentally, like, you're, you're boom. Uh, I told uh, Miles, Miles can project it. It's like, we, uh, it was probably like three or four years ago, I had to stop following all celebrities. It was just like, why, like, what am I doing? Like, why am I even, like, why is this Why, why do we life? care that they ain't no care about it? Like, why we care about that? Yeah, and the, and the truth is, we don't, we don't even have the same choices or decisions. So how can I judge theirs or mine? Like they don't, you know what I'm saying? Like it, it was just so much unnecessary energy I was serving to people I had no, I never met. So it was like, all right, why am I watching this? Like, why is this, this is what I'm influenced by. Like, you know what I mean? So it's like, man, I don't, I, it, that don't, that's not my reality. My reality is the people I know, the people that's living around me. That's the reality I live in. I don't, I don't live in that reality. So whatever they attain, that's great. I maze, boom, and I follow artists. Don't get it twisted. Like I, I like I follow their music, but the page, I probably follow like one artist, but I follow like three, three or four uh motivational speakers. Inky Johnson, Eric Thomas, you know my guys. Ski Mike. Ski Mike. Yeah. Ski Mike. But Ski Mike, that's family. Yeah. Like we yeah, we, me and Ski Mike used to live together. I ain't gonna call him Ski Mike. Y'all know, yeah, man. It's yeah, D Mike. It's, yeah, it's, Mike it's, yeah. it's forever. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, but that's my dog. You know what I mean? I don't look at him as like an artist. I look at him as like my brother that that made a way. No, definitely, yo. Shout out to D Mike, yo. <laughs> yeah, that's my you know, dog. Just, he just signed a deal like a week or two ago. Bro, congrats, like, man. Congrats, Brody. Like, when you talk about somebody making a way, like that's 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 making a way. I remember after, you know, the tragic thing that happened to him, he was down in Dallas, man. We pulled up. Me, I think uh, it was me, Lewis, but yeah, it was Lewis. And we was just sitting there with him, you know what I mean? And he was, bro, he was still D-Mike, but he was happy to be breathing, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? But he had said, bro, like, I, I went through that, you know what I'm saying? He had faced death and he beat it. You know what I mean? And we don't all get a chance to beat it. I look at my, you know, my brother passed, you know, my cousin, we repping today. I'm outside. My cousin gone get his shirt. It's the lifestyle. Uh, I lost my cousin like two years ago. Now, is there yeah, a page two for years that? Ago. Is there like website page? Yeah, uh, outside lifestyle. Outside, outside lifestyle. lifestyle. I'm, I'm gonna tag it. Yeah. Gonna get right. Um, but my cousin, man, he meant a lot to me. I used to live with my cousin back in St. Louis before I moved to Dallas. Um, and when I talk about somebody that just didn't for anything, 
you know, just didn't fear anything. Uh, his his soul was one of a kind, and, and it changed everybody around him. Everybody that know him know that. Um, but like I said, so everybody, you know, face death or face something in life, and they don't always make it out. And D-Mike did it. Hey, put keep putting it in their face, man. Don't stop, D-Mike. At all, man. Yes, sir. Definitely probably. I'll be, yeah, be bumping this shit, too. Actually, you know what's so funny? I wasn't uh, that hip to ESCG, even though I've seen all of their music now. But, man, I've been listening to music lately. I'm like, oh, all right. Like, I'm not going to lie to you. ESCG is top five, top ten street rappers today, right true. now. And yeah, D-Mike is getting better and better. If you listen to first, yeah. beginning to right now, oh, my God, my boy getting better. I feel like their whole crew got their own, like, swag, like, a little, like, swag flow about it. Yep. And then they CMG. If anybody know, I used to be a big Gotti fan. Like, I was cocaine uh, when we was in the all-white when it was touchdown Gotti, you know what I'm saying? So now, like, I think Gotti got the hardest team in the game. No, like, you know what I mean? Just, like, I'm not saying, like, I I'm feel just like saying the Midwest. Team. I feel like the Midwest is really doing a thing when it comes to, like, when it comes to, like, you know, street music. You know yeah, but you know that ain't Midwest, though. Them boys from Memphis. Memphis uh, not. Memphis not. <laughs> he's out of Memphis. Hey, nah, that's supposedly South for them. That really is. I yeah, mean, we I in the Midwest, in St. Louis. They, they all, like. Memphis rappers, isn't money ain't Lou ain't Louisville? Midwest? They, I mean, it's Kentucky. They, they kind of claim Kentucky is a but y'all kind of, but was Missouri kind of low the too? Midwest. That's what I'm saying. It yeah, but anyway. we like half us is in the south, and the other half is in the Midwest because Chicago right next to us. Okay, okay, yeah, but you know, but, you know a nice little section of America got some good talent right now. Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm a, I'm a big, I, I like the South. I like Louisiana rappers. Um, yeah, Atlanta rappers and uh, Memphis rappers. To be honest, right now, I mean, L.A. boys got me right now. Yeah, I I don't know what it is. I can't I can't get with the L.A. music. They don't stay on it's beat different. for me. LaRussell, I know you seen me propose with LaRussell. And yeah. Simba, those two dudes killing it right now. I'm yeah, sorry. Like, I think boys. they vibes. They just like, I'm just not on that trail. And I hope to be there. You know what I mean? My life just not L.A. like right now. Yeah, I feel like, So it's like, I feel like music uh, is always relatable to our lives. Me, I'm big on like words. Like if anything that matches my life, you know what I'm saying? I'ma like it. But if it's like just beats and stuff like that, I'm not, that's not what's gonna draw me in. I, yeah, I like a song, you know what I mean? But an artist, like he gonna have to talk about something that I can relate to, something. You ain't shooting no motherfucker, what you, what you mean? That's all them street niggas talking no, about. No, they don't though. Some of them can really rap. It ain't even about shooting. G- give me an artist. Kevin Gates. All right, you gave me one. Okay. He thought all you right. gave me one. Gave me. I, I gave you my guy. Yeah, all right, all right. You gave, you gave me one. All right. So Starlito. What, what else you want? I didn't say who. I said me. I'm, yeah, only, yeah, I'm I, not talking. I can't speak for nobody else. Okay, okay. Let me fall back there. You, you, you proved me right. Brought me wrong, I mean. All right, so to go off of that, last topic of the day, you know, I noticed that uh, the last two weeks I've been listening to number R&B. Okay. None but R and B, like old, old school. Some of the new artists now, like a uh, like Lucky Day, Ari Lennox, Yebba Smith. That boy's soul on fire. You know what I'm saying? Like I've been yeah. listening. I've been listening to a lot of R and B, and honestly, my spirits have been up. Oh yeah, a lot lately. Oh yeah. And I noticed, like you know, when I listen to just like hip hop, you know, like the new normal music I normally listen to is like I don't know. My, I feel like my feng shui just be off. So do you feel like the music you listen to like affects your mood, your feeling? Oh yeah, and I also feel like you listen to what you feeling. You know what I mean? Like what, like ultimately, what you like, how you feel, you gonna 
go to that music choice. It's not like we just listen to music. We just hear, you know, we don't, nobody listen to radio no more. You choose your songs. I mean, you can choose your mood. I, w- I will say sometimes, you know, well, my YouTube sometimes I recommend some old okay. school stuff. Yeah, and you might but that's because that's because of why. Because you listen to, yeah, going to recommend man, man, it because that's man, what you used to listen to. Sometimes it, it switches it up, though. It don't always, because I wasn't on that time. Like, the song I listened to, I actually heard was uh, the Jasmine Sullivan and uh, Ari Lennox song on it. Yeah. And mind you, it's a, it's a very sexual song. <laughs> but they sung it so well, I was just like, damn, let man. me listen to some Ari Lennox. I, I'm not going to lie to you. I need to listen to R&B more. The new R&B is not good for me, though. I like that old R and B, that Neo, that uh, Lucky, Mario. Wait, listen to Lucky Day, man. Lucky, Lucky Day. Day. Listen yeah, to. Yeah, I gotta get on that. Uh, there's, there's a few artists. I'll, I'll let you know afterwards. But yeah. the one that I was to that was old school was like High Five, like so, like like old school, like yeah, like boy saying. band. They, and shit it's like, like they had a like a different purpose, but I feel like relationships was different then. So like what they was really talking about it was like, oh man. But now it's like like you said like. Man, social media makes these relationships like this crazy life with chains all on. And this girl, she he bought her a Porsche for her birthday. And he bought, you know what I'm saying? It's like yeah. crazy. Like, that's what we Unrealistic. I'm real yeah, unrealistic. That's you know what I'm saying. But we be looking. And then we make the means for it. You know what I mean? But And, and the thing is, it's like some people entertain it. Some people don't. But like I said, we just, we be feeling important. You know what I mean? Well, whatever we say, it's like, ah, oh, well, my opinion is this about that. And me, I'm not, I'm the same way. Somebody can say the same thing about me, like, yeah, he just talking. Perfectly fine, though. <laughs> <laughs> perfectly, perfectly fine. All is well. I'm always yeah. praying for you. Yeah, Nothing man. else. That's all it is. Right, I'm ending off right here. You know, I appreciate you coming out, man. Oh, man. Hey, this is really long overdue. We've been talking about this for like two months. A while now. Yeah. But, you know, better late than never. Oh, man. God God has, like we talked about timing. And I think God's timing is it's unscheduled. And that's the scary part about life that, you know, we all think like, all right, we can change time or we can make something happen when we wanted to make it happen. Yes, your habits and what you manifest is definitely going to do it. You know what I mean? But it's not still scheduled. You know what I mean? And it was like, all right, that I feel like that's how it's it, how I preached it in the Bible. You know what I mean? Just following God wasn't gonna bring you lights and cameras and all the good. No, it's you, the work. Yeah, it's the work. You're gonna have to go through something and, and make other people believe in your mission. And if you're not willing to do that, like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, I can go do this. I can go do that. I can go do but you gotta you gotta have a foundation. You gotta be strong about your foundation. And it gotta be bigger than yourself. Cause yo, you a human, you know what I mean? Like your emotions gonna go up, down, around the corner. You, we really nature people. Yeah, we go with the weather. We, like we really go with the weather. You go outside, like you in Texas though, it feel amazing. You walk outside, I be wanting to scream. <laughs> like I really be wanting to scream. Nah, just cause I know I'm alive. Yeah, and ain't nobody out here worried about me either. So it's like yeah, and it feels amazing. Like it's like, well, how can you be mad? Like how can it? it you in Midwest, cold. It be cold, hot, cold, hot. But Dallas do got it. Got his. It got his. Yeah, it got too. his extremes. Don't get it but twisted. More, 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 more days. good than bad. More yeah, than bad. you know what I mean. You don't see a lot of people you run into with bad attitudes. Yeah. Because what they gonna have an attitude about? It's sunny. Everybody into <laughs> everybody. This little thing. I asked everybody who I met who was born and raised in Dallas that they want to move or leave. They all like, nah, for what? Mm-hmm. Everything's here. I'm just like, man. Yeah, I'm, but I don't think I'm. A, I don't think I'm gonna retire here. Like mm-hmm. I don't think I don't think my life is gonna stop here. Yeah, yeah. No, no. But it's like, I think this is the best place for me right now. This is where God put me to serve. And wherever he places me next, 
I'm not going to question it. I'm just going to do what I'm supposed to do. Keep preaching the word. Keep being better and keep uh, influencing people in a positive light. That's all I can do. Do you want to drop your, your business again? You got any oh, promotions yeah. coming up? Any, anything oh, yeah. Going so, on? look, man, Grind Hard Elite Performance Business is at ground level, man. It's a bigger stage. I promise we going up. Right now, we're assembling a team, um, a team that's with the goals of position, uh, mission over position. You know what I mean? So, it's like we're in the growing stages. So, um, we got virtual training coming out October 1st. We got virtual trainings coming back, man. Uh, that's a big promotion. A lot of people that was my past clients, um, they always kept hitting me like, man, what's up? Like, I need a workout plan. I need this and that. This online virtual training program, five workouts a week, four pre-recorded, one live. You can't beat this. All right? You can't beat this. And it's just another way that I can connect back with those people that believed in me from day one. Those are the people that made this happen. And I, I just, I kept thinking like, man, I got to get back to him. I got to get back to him. So uh, that's coming out October 1st, man. You'll see uh, marketing on that probably in about a day or two. Um, also, like I said, every first session at the gym, kid, adult, it doesn't matter. It's free. It's free. We're going to bet on ourselves. All you got to do is sign a waiver. Uh, we'll take you through a group workout, a personal workout. We'll take you through a boot camp. Um, I do performance training. Um, and like I said, any athletes, man. Any athletes, we we teach mentality. You know what I mean? We're going to be better athletes. That's just giving. You know what I mean? We're going to work on it to be better, but we teaching mentality um, and we making people better. Where can they buy the merch at? Where can they buy the merch at, man? Grind, uh, grindhardtraining.com. Grindhardtraining.com. Go and get y'all a shirt, man. $25. Uh, I want to talk about this book real quick, man. Uh, this is a book I'm reading right now. I am not a big reader and I hate it. Like, I, I want people to know, I'm not a big reader. I got to where I was today, and I'm still sitting here like, bro, you need to read more. And I'm forcing myself to read. It's it's very uncomfortable. I'm, like, telling myself every day, read at least 10 to 20 pages. Just read whatever. Even if you got to reread it, just read it. Um, but this book called Boundaries, man, um, I'm not even done. I'm, like, halfway through. One of my clients' parents gave it to me. And if you read it, it says when to say yes, how to say no, to take control of your life. Um, and that's really what the book about, man. And, and like I said, in the short time I've read the book, it's like literally teaching me so much about myself. It's like, man, like, dang, what why do you why do you why do you think like that? Like why what happened? What and it's like telling me about why things happen for me and not for me and how did I learn things as a child that affects me today? That's what is big on there. It talks about like your your parents. You know what I mean? Like when you was two or three years old, how did they discipline you when you threw tantrums? That's literally like no nah, real talk. Cause you see, you talk to a lot of girls and talk to a lot of people. They be like, man, I got it. I gotta have my way. You know what I mean? Like everybody think they gotta have their way. That's not reality. Why, why not? Yeah, why not <laughs> but somebody parent, but somebody parent. You know what I mean? Kept giving them. Even when they made mistakes and everything, they just kept supplying them. So they enabled them to think any other way. So now it's uncommon. You know what I mean? It's uncomfortable for you to change. And like I said, it's about boundaries. Me, my biggest thing is, man, has always been to say no to people. I hate it. Like, it's so uncomfortable for me to, somebody to ask me for something, I'll be like, nah, I'm going to find a way. Because I feel like that's my, my duty. You know what I mean? But I look back on it and it's like, I'll move for anything. I don't have a boundary. You know what I mean? So ultimately, I'm going to take on whatever they put me through. And and now, like I said, it's still uncommon. And everybody, 
in the book when it talks about it, when you make certain boundaries, um, some people can't, they're not going to equip to it. They're not going to equip to it because they are loving you unconditionally. You know what I mean? They're loving you because you comply to whatever you're complying to. So it's like, all right, well, if you set this boundary and, they, and you tell them that boundary and they like, what you mean? You always done that. So you saying if I don't do it now, then we, you can't love me? You can't be my friend? You know what I'm saying? And that's, it'd be big, man. It'd be so big. I talk to so many people. They'd be like, I hate my exes. <laughs> you hate your ex. You loved, your, you loved them at one point. But you got you got that much hate in your heart to hate them now? It's sick. You can't even you you can't tell them happy birthday like you can't wish well for a day like you but you we be you telling your exes happy birthday, bro, bro, come on man. I'm not saying I wouldn't do it, but bro. I'm not going out my way. But the thing is, is the thing is, did you love them? That's the question. If you feel, if you I, say you I, didn't I love like, them, okay then. I feel like at that moment I I ain't know what love was. At that moment you didn't know what love was. Did did they give you love? Now that you know what love is today, did they ever give you any love? I feel like we both gave each other love. Okay. Yes. So you can say happy birthday. Because it's not going <laughs> to kill you. It's not going to kill you. Like, what, like, like what is that, that? And that's what I'm saying. If that's internal. If you can't, if you can't, all right, man, I'm going to step outside my comfort zone, tell somebody and wish them just a happy birthday. It don't, I didn't say call them. I didn't say text them either. I, it could be under a post. You probably don't follow them. Y'all blocked each other. You know, blocked all your exes. Let me find out. No, no. All right, that's good, though, because you know most people do. Yeah, I, I, it's never yeah. that deep. You that's know what I'm yeah. That's what I'm saying. You, If you told somebody you love them, and then you like, all right. But some people have to block them to heal, right? They'd be like, yeah. But eventually, it'll come back around. You know what I mean? And, and I'm not projecting go back and double back your exes. If that's what you're trying to say, I'm trying to say, say happy birthday, man. Be a loving person. Live like God would. Okay, we'll, we'll end right yeah, here. Yeah, we're going to end it like that. We'll end right there. All right, it's your boy Trader Realist. Yeah, remember to support my uh, page or my Patreon by going to patreon.com slash RIC podcast. Or you just donate to my Cash App, Cash App Trade with Mabel, whatever easiest for you guys. Uh, please just follow all my social media platforms for my podcast. Everything is RAC underscore podcast. And for my YouTube, it's Just Do Right Media. If you want to follow me personally, it's Trade the Realist. You know, this was a great podcast. Oh, yeah. Keep it real with your loved ones. Peace. We out.